This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's hour two of the nation as we're treated to some high-quality Rangers baseball taken on the Dodgers this afternoon. Surprise Stadium. Our coverage brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. Mm, good. Yes, sir. Mm, General good. at your service. There's Brian Broaddus, former NFL scout and uh, executive. Lucius Alexander's in the Pimp Cup at Master Control. Wolchuk and Chiafalo here in Surprise with us. And you do have Carter Freeman coordinating your video. Along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Are the Mavs a contender at all in this West anymore? Okay, put on the line right now. Put yourself uh, in the middle to late April. The season has concluded. We're going into the playoffs. Are they a playoff team? And uh, how much of a contender do you consider them? Sports Illustrated has ranked the 11 contenders after the All-Star break. Where would you have the Mavs on your list? I'm still holding out some hope, but if you made me bet right now, I think the smart money is on play-in. I think the hot take is they won't even be that. Like, I don't know how many of these remaining games they could lose. Will they even play 500 basketball over these remaining games? Those are the questions for you. The truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. Guys, I think they have multiple issues, though. I mean, they, they could figure out the chemistry offensively and still be one of the worst defensive teams that we've uh, seen this Mavericks team ever be. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be something that is ultimately going to completely hold them back from getting to where they want to go unless they have a complete renaissance defensively and there's no sign that that's going to to come. And it was good to see Kleba out there yesterday and, and, and his impact was apparent, but we, you, you can't overstate it and think that that was going to fix everything. And then there's going to be games where, like yesterday, Kyrie, like the shot's just not there. And so, okay, like w- what happens then? Because you pretty much need the dynamite duo of Luka and Kyrie to be on fire every night. Like, yeah. it, and it's it's been just Luka all season with that. Now it's even more so that you strip the roster a little bit more. Like, you need Kyrie to be on point and efficient every single night. Same with Luka. And inevitably that's just not going to happen, and you're never going to have the defense that you want. It is just, I mean, the perimeter defense is really, really bad, and then the, the, the paint points they give up is ridiculous, and, and the effort, I mean – it didn't seem like they cared at all last night defensively. No, it was absolutely brutal and painful to watch. And and the more this just happens consistently, and now you start to get under 20 games remaining, the glass-half-full optimism and the positivity that I want to have in the Mavs, and you think about it, well, if you get into a series, you might have two of the best three players, right, and Kyrie and Luka. I, it's just hard for me to muster that up because you're you're not playing any good defense. You don't have reliable role players anymore. Like you had that in Reggie Bullock last year in the postseason run. Where's that guy gone? He he just hasn't been good. And you were thinking you just chalked it up the first few months of the season. Okay, Reggie Bullock does this in his career. He'll turn it on in the second half of the season. It'll be okay. 
He hasn't. Yeah. You know, and, and outside of Maxi, you don't get effort. You don't get rim protection. They don't want to play JaVale McGee. They don't trust Christian Wood. And he doesn't give you much except for an occasional block on the defensive side of the floor. I don't see this team improving at all to be a contender on the defensive side. Maybe late in games and clutch situations, Kyrie and Luka do figure this out and they'll be able to score points and be able to contend at least. Uh, but I don't see them even winning a postseason series. I, I know your guy Rick Carlisle at the podium last night, shortly before he texted you, Brian, about uh, how they were trapping uh, Luka high. Yeah. Uh, he said he believes the Mavs are going to get this figured out, and nobody will want to see the Mavericks once they get I, to the playoffs. I, I, do you agree? I don't agree with Rick, and I, I love Rick, and I really do appreciate him getting – back with me after the game and and you know wishing everybody at the station well he loved this station the thing about it is there's no buy-in last year there was buy-in you know last year there was buy-in to what jason kidd was trying to sell what the coaching staff was selling there was buy-in to each other now you're starting to hear about you've got guys in this thing where Kyrie's talking about he's having to have to switch his game up in order to play with luca you've got with christian wood his situation he's already starting to think about what he's going to do next year yeah. You know, you've taken away your best wing defender and sent him off to somewhere else. You know, the overall buy-in, you've got Jason Kidd in that room looking at those guys and saying, you're not doing this, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. There is a lot of, uh, of lack of cohesiveness for this baseball, excuse me, for this, for this basketball team. Hmm. And I, I kind of feel like what we saw last year is not even close, not hmm. even close to what's going on right now. 575, Kid will continue to ruin this team with his horrible decisions and bad rotations. He's more than anything else killing this team. I, I, I think if, if Kid's got a major flaw, it's his lack of flexibility, and, and maybe you could you know, change things up to maximize what you have going on instead of trying to fit uh, you know, round uh, pegs into square uh, holes. If the long-term play is Lucas as the 6-8-2, you need to surround it with good shooters and defenders. Kyrie is a great player, but bad fit next to Luka. I don't know about that. Um, it's too early to tell that chemistry and how that might work out together. It's The early returns aren't great. Well, I do have, you know, we were talking with Jared about this last night when we, we were kind of watching the end of the game. And, you know, Jared made the point of, okay, maybe we should just, and, and, and I agree with him here, because the Mavericks are always looking for that second superstar. And they struggle to find this, and they made the trade to get Kyrie. I don't think any of us really believe that Kyrie's going to re-sign. And I'll tell you, if Jason Kidd ends up not being here more than another year, I don't want Kyrie here. I don't mm. see it working. And he's a guy that you've seen, he doesn't last long, uh, and, and things go well wherever he ends up being. Yeah. So I, I can understand being pessimistic about that long-term future. But should they not maybe take the Milwaukee method? where you stop trying to go ahead and, and get the big-time number two superstar and you look for, okay, can we just try and get two really good players? Can we try and get a Chris Middleton type and a Drew Holiday type to pair around a Luka instead of trying to find that legit number two superstar? That's a good idea, you know, and when they did trade for Kyrie, I said, man, this gives you a chance to find something special with these guys, but it also could be the beginning of a teardown. And, uh, and a rebuild with, with getting longer-term contracts off your books. And there might be a, a, a temporary sacrifice in order to facilitate more flexibility around the cap and building with guys you know, who might be plus starters instead of trying to find that next superstar. That's ultimately what worked around Dirk Nowitzki. Um, man, those, those grilled onions smell good, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it's, really, it's really coming through right the now. The ballpark smells are on fire. 
Dude, and shout out to the Texas dog, huh? Ain't that ain't that right, Broadus? Yeah, we got a review uh, today. Uh, we did. It was from the uh, like the doghouse here in the stadium. So yeah, there was a, it was an Arizona dog, and then there was a Texas dog, and so we reviewed the Texas dog with uh, the chili on it, chopped jalapenos, and stuff like that. So hopefully that'll be up on our site hey, here and, pretty soon. And don't forget about the queso blanco that was on that thing. That, I think yeah, the MVP mm, of that, that entire that, concoction that, that really pulled it together. It really, really do did. Do they have anything in a mini helmet down there? I'm they always, do. I'm always uh, partial to those. Dude, what do we got tomorrow? Nacho. Nachos in a mini helmet. I think yeah, I'm do you want to do nachos mini helmet? Okay, that's gonna be tomorrow. Yeah, it's good sure. visual. Yep. Maybe, maybe yep. a little Friday corn dog. Maybe Ooh, so too. Yeah. too. Friday coin, yep. coin dog. Friday coin dog could be good. Yeah, I like it. Could be a good idea. We really need to get Lent to start uh, after our spring training trip. Yeah. This is torturous. Yeah, let's see if they can uh, clean up the scheduling on that a little bit. We we just pushed up the Super Bowl and NBA All Star Weekend. Could we yeah. move Fat Tuesday and Lent Ash up Wednesday like uh, and all that? Yeah, all let's that. Just push everything back about ten days. Okay, uh, Sports Illustrated's list of the contenders. Number one, they say out is the Pelicans because um, they're digging themselves such a hole and they don't know when Zion's going to be back. I mean, they gave the Suns such heck last year in the postseason. They looked so good when they're all together. I can't rule it out um, that they are still a factor in the playoff race. I think their chances are better than the Mavericks, but they have the Pelicans as being out of contender status as uh, currently sitting. I think that's fair. Uh, the Mavericks at 11. They come in. They only ranked 11 contenders. They have the, 11, the, the, the Mavs dead last. The early returns on Luka Kyrie have not been stellar. Um, the defense has predictably not been great when the two share the floor. I don't see how the Mavs put together a championship caliber group around these two this year, even with a healthy maxi. Maybe it's possible this offseason if Irving sticks around for now. This is mostly a token mention. Wow! After just five games, are we are we overreacting at all here? Uh, I think it's very possible that that we are, but I don't know. I mean, we were we were hoping that the Kyrie thing offensively they're very fun to watch. There's no doubt. I don't think Kyrie's that, trying. I yeah. mean, he's trying. It's well, not like he he's, said maybe he's trying too hard yeah. after the game, and we'll yeah. get to some of those comments later. And no maybe, one's ever accused him of trying too hard. But I I don't know, man. I don't see the I don't see the defense getting any better. And if you can't play defense, you're not winning a championship. You're not a true contender. 817 says, chill, they will figure it out. 682, Tim Legler said Sunday after the Lakers game, quote, I still see the Mavs making the finals confuse the hell out of me. Mm. LOL. Okay. Uh, why can't our Bally cover uh, the Rangers? I, I don't know. It's it's a nightmare. I, I'd say, you know, DM me. I'll, I'll, we, 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 we need to work around in situations like this. Okay, elsewhere on this contender list, coming up next – is this team being disrespected? The Sacramento Kings come in as the uh, 10th best contender right now in the NBA. I'll tell you, the two, the, my only real exposure to the Kings were the back-to-back nights that they played there in Sacramento, and I was impressed with them both nights. I, we kind of, maybe people feel like that they're only a regular season bunch, but that, that Fox is a heck of a player for them. And Sabonis, that was a great trade. Halliburton going to the Pacers, you know, and Sabonis going to the, you know, going to uh, – Kings. Uh, the Kings. I mean, that, you talk about a trade that worked out for both teams. There. Yeah. Big overtime win over the Clippers the other night. And yeah. we asked Tim Bontemps that were like, are you buying the Kings? And he even said, no, not really. Uh, but I don't know. every time we look up, they keep winning games. No, they are a very, very fun team. But we know how this Mike goes. Brown. I mean, yeah, that's Mike a Brown's a great dude, coach. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like I could see them absolutely winning a playoff series. I, I think the, the the max that they could do it would be win two playoff series. But it's a young team who 
is is really trying hard in a regular season where not many teams are consistently trying hard. You saw it with the, the Memphis Grizzlies last year a little bit. It's a team that is young, fun to watch night to night. They're going to go out there and go balls to the wall. They'll rack up a bunch of wins, and then inevitably you'll get into the playoffs, and, and there will be some flaws where a championship veteran team will be able to take advantage of you. But the Kings have been one of the funnest stories of the year. They're lighting the beam left and right, and in the regular season, I think they're fantastic. In the playoffs, you got to have some skins in the wall usually before you go on any type of contender sort yeah. of run i would be very surprised to see them in the western conference finals but they they have been a ton of fun and they even won without De'Aaron fox the other night yeah. so i mean they're a well-rounded team i just think they're too young to really actually contend unless there's some sort of injury situation for one of these studly western conference teams yeah young teams usually don't do it the only one i can really think of is the uh, the thunder team and they they were just insane with abaca and adams and and the, obviously the big three that they had before it started to break up uh but still ultimately they couldn't get it done number nine's the cavaliers um and they have had a great regular season but i kind of consider them in the same uh vein as the kings the Grizzlies as well uh, saw them play last night, and John Moran had an unbelievable quarter. What was it, 29 points or something in a quarter with just like highlight reel after highlight reel play every other time down court. It was really fun to watch that game last night as well. Uh, number seven, the Warriors, I think this is way too low. I, I Right now I think they're coming out of the West. Yeah, and, and Steph's supposed to come back next week. Look, if, if the Warriors are healthy, I'm with you. It's hard yeah. to pick against them in the West, although – as much as I've always kind of been down on the Nuggets, and, and we'll probably get to Denver here soon, this might be the year that it's setting up for sure. Denver to finally make it out of the West. Absolutely could. The Clippers at six. Uh, I don't believe in them. Uh, Leonard, George, Russell, Russ, Westbrook, nice combination, but just uh, they've had so many combinations. There's something mix, missing with that mix. Um, 76ers coming in at five. Uh, obviously, with all the talent they have, they're going to be a factor, especially in the postseason when, when a playoff mismatch like Embiid could be huge. And But I just don't think anybody believes that Harden's going to do his part. The Suns coming in at four. We've got to see how they gel together. They might have massive defensive problems as well with what they gave up to bring that thing together. The Celtics, number three. I mean, I'm sorry, the Nuggets, number three. Okay. The Celtics, number two. And the Bucks number one. You were just talking about them and there, the those, way they're executing is one, insane. Two, one, two, three is going to be the champ. One, two, or three in that list is going to be the champ. Yeah, my, I, think I, so. I just think that's where it's going to come from. Absolutely. I'm not going to fight you on that at all, Brian. Okay, uh, G-Bag Nation, live surprise here. Our coverage brought to you by Sonic. Mmm, good. Good. Uh, I do want to salute as well. Ramon Cruz in his uh, maiden voyage with us out here at, at spring training, doing a nice job uh, here uh, with remote engineering. As uh, as you know, we 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 are in our uh, a maiden voyage of our own, the first one without the great Ted Nichols pain uh, on, on tow, and there's obviously a, a massive void in whatever broadcast booth uh, usually had Ted. Mm -hmm. uh, but nice job by Ramon Cruz here. Okay, uh, Eric Chiafalo, what do you want to do next? Well, we'll give you a full report of Josh Young at the plate currently, plus the NFL is a cold, cold place. I got some tasty Bijan nuggets for you, boys, and a throwback Super Bowl okey doke That's next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.